0: Welcome to the CCF podcast. We're a campus ministry at Truman State University. This podcast features sermons from our weekly worship services. Thanks for listening. Good evening again, everyone. I'm really glad that you're here. You know that thing. I'm probably going to get a lot louder than this just so you know. Uh, You know that thing where during a media fast, if you're not listening to music, and then you come here and sing, and you're like, wow, this is awesome, music, anybody feel that? So the last few days, I just sit in my office, and my record player sits right there, and it just mocks me, and I have this Bon Iver album up on top, and it just stares into my soul and says, how long? Uh, But it's coming. All right, Um, I want to start off uh, just by reiterating this bit about the media fast. Um, We're in the middle of it, we're like only halfway done, though, so... Um, If you uh, have not jumped in and you want to, it's really easy. It's not too late. I even printed off a couple of these bonus sheets down here. Um, So after service, if you want to come grab one, has the events on one side, has a few prompts on the back. What are you going to abstain from? What do you hope to do instead? Who's someone you'll pray for? Pretty simple. Uh, But if if you would like to get in, um, we would love to uh, still have you join with us. (coughs) Um, To that end... Quickly, I would love to hear from, get you to hear from um, each other a little bit. Um, if you are participating in some way in the Media Fast, uh, what's something that's happened so far? An observation, a note, something really hard, something unexpectedly good, just anything that you're doing. Um, I would love to um, get up a little chatter here. So uh, if you're not doing the Media Fast, no problem. We're going to turn to a neighbor. I'm um, just share something if you if you're not doing it so far. I'm um, talk about some awesome media that you've engaged in recently and just make the other person really jealous, okay? Uh, just but just take a minute. I'm going to give you Oh yeah. Because the thing for what is it? 62 hours. However long it's been since Monday morning, I've had the same song in my head, really just one line from the same song in my head. We're going to cheat together tonight here just a little bit. I'm going to give you 60 seconds to chat. And I'm going to play uh, 60 seconds of this song while it happens just in the background, okay? Okay, ready, go. Uh, Chat with a neighbor. Anything about the media fasts? Awesome media. If you're not fasting, go ahead. Go for it. Wow, right when the music changes, we're going to have to cut it off. All right, you got a little taste. You got a little taste. Here it is again. If you want a sheet, come see me afterwards. Um, Does anybody know Vampire Weekend? You know this band? I don't know. Okay. I'm like pretty old, but I heard it from a credible young person source, our musical maestro himself, who said, I believe I quote, It's pop music, but interesting, what do you say? It's pop music, but it's intelligent and musically interesting. So I was like, oh good, I feel validated, thank you. Uh, That's Vampire Weekend, the song is How Long, it's from the album Father of the Bride, it's incredible, okay. Um, Thank you, and welcome. Let's begin in earnest um, this way, would you stand? My small group's here, you'll recognize this. Um, We're going to do a little call and response. Okay, these are um, scriptures from Genesis uh, pulled here and there. It's going to take us back to the beginning as we think how long. All right, so um, I'm going to invite you. I'll read the normal font, and uh, you guys can do the bold stuff in response all in unison. I'll raise my hand to you when it's your turn, and uh, I would love to have you join in there. In the beginning... The earth was without form and void, and, darkness was over the face of the and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let us make man in our image. After our so God created man in his own image, the ima- God him. male and female, he created them. Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Till you return to the ground, for you are dust. Amen. Thank you. Have a seat. Uh, we begin that way to set the stage and to take us all the way back um, as we ask and consider and maybe even answer um, this one question that is, how long? How long? That's the title. You can write that down. You'll probably remember it. How long? Um, I'd like for you first to consider for yourself, uh, what's something that you've waited for for a very long time? Maybe you're still currently in the middle of waiting. Maybe it's something over the course of your life uh, that that you waited for, you really wanted to see. Let me give you a second to think about it. Have you waited for something for so long with no sign of its arrival uh, that you have despaired of it ever happening? Has your heart been hardened to a good thing that you wanted and you waited for, but you waited for so long and it still hasn't come and and now you, you, you despair, your heart is hardened? to turn it from you to people you know and love your family friends you know well uh, others you've seen maybe more broadly uh what's something that that someone you know and love and care for um has waited for for a very long time and hasn't seen happen hoping for a child Praying for healing to sickness, a break at work, one good friend, calming of the internal raging seas. How long have you waited? How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemy say, I have prevailed over him lest my foes rejoice rejoice, because I am shaken. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Amen, this is Psalm 13, it's our text for the night. It's the next Psalm. Um, The question is this, how long? Uh, And the answer for us, uh, well, let's get to the answer. Um, I love this psalm. I can't imagine in my life um, living another way than in um, a how long kind of spirit. Um, So there's a time for um, praise and thanksgiving and getting good things and being thankful for them. Uh, But even when that happens, when you get the thing that you wanted, the significant other, the spouse, the child, the job, the healing, the house, the whatever, the, the mended relationship, even when you get that, uh, it doesn't take long usually to see, oh, right, we, we live in the land of not quite yet. And we live in the land of, um, despite how awesome this is and how thankful I am, and I got to sing for praise, uh, we, we live in the land of it's, it's still not quite right you frustrated and annoyed with the other person and the thing. And the house comes with costs and the job comes with sacrifices and um, all of that. And so um, our lives, and this tracks with the Psalms, um, the Psalms have all of these ups and downs. They uh, give voice to um, that Thanksgiving as well as this lament and longing um, that we see in this Psalm. I can't imagine living in another way uh, other than how long. And for some people, um, that's a a little dark, it's a little pessimistic. Like, how long? I'm never going to get there. Am I ever going to make it? Uh, But I I wish to suggest, the reason we started at the beginning, um, that in order to express um, real lament for something that you feel is lacking, in order to express longing for some good thing that you want to see happen, uh, you have to have a starting place uh, of good. You have to have some reasonable expectation to expect that something good should come, that something better should happen. Um, and so, actually, I've had this argument with people where, like, o- other people I know who are like happy people and they're just like friendly, happy, normal people. And then, but I feel like I know some of them pretty well. And I'm like, but actually, that's a cover for your like deeper seated pessimism. And my like dark, brooding, like <laughs> screaming rage or whatever is actually deeply optimistic. Because I, th- I know that things could and should be better, and I really want to see that happen. And my, my heart hasn't yet been hardened to holding out for the possibility that something more and better can happen. That God can bring something good into whatever situation uh, that, that we're waiting for. Um, and so I want to suggest that um, Psalm 13 here, um, our prayer of how long, uh, while, uh, and on our knees, uh, kind of sad psalm, Uh, really is rooted in um, a a deep, abiding trust in God's goodness, um, else you wouldn't continue to hope. Uh, It just goes despair otherwise. Um, Your heart is just hardened to the thing, and you no longer wait for it. You've given up on it. So in the psalm here, uh, we are invited um, to this radical act of hope. Uh, not hardening our hearts is is a radical act, um, and the psalm wants to um, help us give voice to give expression um, to to that hope. Um, so in uh, this lament, has God forgotten me? Where are you, Lord? Um, in this lament and the longing to have that come back, uh, it it kindles in us a hope um, that that is the only way I can imagine um, living in this world, uh, where already. Um, God has, in his infinite goodness, created everything good, uh, but not yet has it been restored to that. And that's that's where we live. That's where we find ourselves. Uh, I want to address um, for a minute one possible answer to this question, um, how long, O oh Lord? Um, and it's one that I, for a lot of us is, is like in the air uh, that we grew up in. Theological air, in particular, there's a really bad way of answering this question or of thinking about this question. Um, that's really common, and uh, I thought it for a long time. I and mean, I was just talking to a good friend this weekend, who said, like, the church that he's at now, the answer to everything, any kind of how long prayer, the answer to any of it is, well, when you die, you'll go to heaven, and that's like just the you know the infinite pot of gold at the end of this hellish rainbow or whatever. And um, the the answer. Um, To this question, how long, a Lord, is not simply um, nothing matters until you die and then everything is just perfect. Like here's heaven as your reward in a totally disconnected way from the world that you live in, from the things that you lamented and longed for that you wanted to see fixed. Uh, th- there's, a, there's a really bad, we actually, so many of us in um, this Midwestern evangelical Christianity that we were raised in, Um, There was like starting, especially like back in the middle of the last century, um, there was this trend toward you just got to buckle down and endure it and don't get sucked into the world's traps for its comforts and its ways of thinking. And all you got to do is make sure that you keep your spirit, your whole life, your whole purpose here is this pilgrim's progress of your individual, solitary sinner's prayer salvated, salvationed heart so that when you die your 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 soul goes to heaven and then you know the earth is gone the ashes are there that's it but then heaven that's the spirit realm that's the prize and if you, um, th- there's like, there were whole. There's a, a famous book, the late great Planet Earth, where this guy in the 70s like made this explicit case. He's like, nothing here matters because that's the only thing. And so what's the thing? Go and tell other people about that thing, so they can also like try to opt out of this weird raw deal that God gave us by making us creatures embodied in this world that He made for some weird reason. <clears throat> it it doesn't really work. Like the main problem with it is it it doesn't work because it's not true uh so um we in lots of subtle ways though um we we do buy this, so it starts with this separation of the spiritual from the physical, it starts with the separation of the sacred from the secular with the separation of uh, heaven from earth and it's um it's heresy actually is what it is it 's not only dumb and doesn't work but um it's 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 deeply wrong like it's a it's a it's a problem for us uh and um, I can't, like, do the whole thing for you, but um, there, there is a better way. There's a better way of thinking about how things are. There's a better way of feeling how things are. And there's, therefore, a better way of living into how things are. So quickly, in, like, 30 seconds, I'm just going to fix that for you, okay? Are you ready? Okay, we started with that call and response um, for good reason. God created the world, the, the physical, material world, everything in it. God created it. Uh, and it's good. Also, it's fallen, and it's distorted, and it's screwed up, and we're trapped in it, and we trap other people in it, and we're we're caught in this mess. Okay? Like, this is a, a real part about the world. But, scripturally speaking... Um, the answer to that is not, ah, the world's going to hell, and so we just got to like sign our, sign, sign our names, pray the prayer, do the thing to make sure that our spirit escapes it, and then, then we're safe. Like heaven, that's the spirit re- the spirit reward. That's the thing. Um, the answer is not that, and the answer is not um, actual despair. If you can try to embrace that all the way, I'm impressed, and that's better than lots of other things. Uh, but that's no good as a final answer. Scripturally speaking, the story goes like, we're going to do a call and response at the end, spoiler, the story goes like um, God finishes what He started. Uh, g- g- God isn't absent, and God isn't satisfied with how things are. Uh, he's He's waiting. He moves slow, glacially slow, uh, way bigger than the time span of your life and my life, and the lifespan of America and maybe the Earth and who knows what. God moves glacially slow, and yet, scripturally speaking, the final picture is not of um, this earth and our lives and all of that um, being burnt up and gone away and ta-da, new weird, totally disconnected spirit thing. Um, it's of a new heaven and a new earth. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. We just said it. At the end, what's the vision? Ah, and on that day, a new heaven and a new earth. And a new city, a new heavenly Jerusalem coming down to earth. It's a marriage of heaven and earth spirit and physical. It's a marriage of uh, what God ultimately wants. Heaven is where God gets what he wants, where things are right, where there's shalom. That's what heaven is, not some weird spirit world. So God created a material, physical world, and the final vision is of that restored. Physical, the material, economic, political, all of that, like that, that's the final vision. It's a new city with all those relations, Families and government and discovery and all of that uh, in the, the restored way for what God wants to see uh, from the beginning. So minus, as Revelation tells us, the death and the crying and the tears and the hatred and the war. Um, so um, a little difficult to, to imagine maybe uh, because we live in a world so thoroughly saturated with death and crying, pain and tears and war. Uh, but um, our job, the psalmic invitation to ask how long, um, is an invitation for us to step into uh, this middle ground where we're rooted in what God has done uh, and where we're longing for um, God to restore that. And, and to to opt out of that uh, by either thinking that we can like totally perfect everything now uh, or... Uh, by saying, screw it, and just, like, well, I'll get to heaven when I die. And that's totally disconnected from how I live now, what I long for, what I want, uh, how, how I hope for broken things to be fixed. Um, those, are, those are weird, insufficient ways of living, um, particularly as Christians, people who've been um, united with Christ in the beginnings of the new kingdom that God is making. So when, when Jesus came... That was the, the first fruit. That was the foretaste of heaven coming to earth. This marriage that God has in mind and in heart uh, of the spiritual and the physical connected. Of things in um, shalomic harmony. What Jesus said was um the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom where God rules, um, it's at hand. It's here. It's breaking in. You can picture like a, a, a wake. It breaks in and then there's a wake and we're caught up and we're following Jesus in that. And so the ways that we pray now, the ways that we hope now, um, the ways that we lament and long now, those things all make sense because we're, we're riding that wake with Jesus into a new world. And it's already started, so we can be people of peace rather than war. We can be people of forgiveness rather than hatred. We can be people of generosity rather than stinginess. If we don't do that, it, there's a weird disconnect where it, like, we don't understand what we're talking about, what we've been called into. We certainly don't understand um, what the Bible is talking about. Uh, But for us, to pray how long is an act of radical defiant hope. The good God who started it is the good God who will end it. And he's calling us now in this world that does matter, in your life that does matter. He's calling us now to live into that reality. To live into the truth of it. And so this all this other crap about that I've been like that I've been a part of it's like ah the physical stuff that doesn't that doesn't matter it's just it's just a spiritual it's nonsense you don't, you don't have any spiritual without physical uh, this this perspective that said nothing nothing matters except saving souls getting souls saved into heaven and so therefore ministry work the work of saving souls has got to be the most important thing and everything else is like you know you kind of sold out at best to like bad at worst that's stupid What what does God do? God didn't have any more foresight than that. God wants you to go and be a teacher and a musician and a doctor and to do your thing and to like have your family and have your friends and live in your communities in such a way um, that you testify to um, the good God who is there and you live in the new reality that he's brought, um, making the kingdom come with him. That's what he wants, his kingdom to come to earth. It's all in his hands. Of course, it's all in his hands. And still, um, just as he sent Jesus, so Jesus sends us, and we're called to do the same kind of work that God has been about, restoring the broken parts of the world around us, starting within us, so that then within us, so that then as leaven throughout the whole world, um, that twinkle in God's eye, it it can begin uh, to to come to fruition. Uh, Praying how long it uh, means that we're, we're tapped into to God's vision. We're tapped into um, God's pulse for the world, what, what he wants to see happen. And so we can expect um, to pray how long? For a very long time. Longer than our lifespan. Uh, but, but giving up on it um, is no good. And we live here uh, in the world that Jesus has, has already uh, made right. Awaiting for the day when God fully makes it right. Um, you're invited, psalmically, um, into this lament, into this prayer of longing, um, to, to live a life of real hope. Please do it. Um, let's cap it with, with this. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, That is, heaven has met earth. He will dwell with them. And God Himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, shall be no more. neither shall there be mourning nor crying, nor for the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I may be all new. "Let it be, Lord, how long?"